Hello, hello, beautiful So Welcome to the Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Petya Kolibova, an alignment woman's coach who guides women to intuitively connect with their inner vision so they can experience personal and professional magnetism and become unapologetically abundant. My mission is to empower visionaries who are on the path to embody their fullest self-expression, to soulfully expand into a quantum leap in all dimensions of their lives. Each week, I will be offering an interview or an idea that will support you to leave behind what isn't serving you anymore and create a life filled with freedom, abundance, purpose, and even bigger impact in this world. No more hiding, no more playing it small. It's time to step up and up-level your life now. Hello, hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to another episode of Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I have the deep honor today to have a special, beautiful guest. And before we hit the record button, I was already telling her how much I love her work, how much I love the embodiment of her work and what is she bringing into the world? Because you will see today is one of my favorite topics. Many of you know that human design it's used in every day in every way in my life in my business and Emma is teaching it so eloquently and easily so you can really understand who you came here to be and I just love that Emma so first of all thank you so much for everything you're teaching everything you're embodying I think it's so life-giving oh thank you thank you and it it so lights me up to hear that, you know, that that's my mission. I mean, what's the point in having all of this incredible knowledge and wisdom if we can't actually integrate it into our life? So I love hearing that. Thank you. Mm, absolutely. And I'm really curious, like, how did human design find you? Because I know when it found me, I was resisting it for like a couple of years. I was like, oh, another thing to learn, another modality. And I just love hearing the stories, like, how did it find you? How did it come into your life? And why do you even care to share it with others? Mm, I love that. Um, I want to start by saying I feel like I almost had no choice. And I'm the first to say we have a choice about everything. Um, but my story is really similar to yours. By the time human design came into my life, um, I think it was actually my husband, who is a projector, um, introduced it to me first and then someone else did. And in both cases, I actually put it down. At the time I had... Um, I had become a master coach. I had my own part-time corporate coaching business. It was very successful, um, organically grown. Like I was, you know, I never, I didn't have a website, nothing like that. And I went through this challenge in my life. And, and part of the challenge was that I'd completely turned my life around, healed my mental health, um, you know, left the advertising industry and become a master coach, um, you know, healed my marriage. I'd done all of these things and I just woke up like one January morning and I was like, God, I should feel different. I should feel better than this on the inside. And well, that sort of was a catalyst for an incredible year that really changed my life. And the, it was many of month, many months in the, in the making, but part of that was this, you know, really saying to the universe, can you please tell me, like, I need clarity. I need you to like hit me in the head with exactly what you want me to do. Cause I know that I'm in the right world. I know that coaching's my thing. You know, I love the brain. I love quantum physics. I love all of this stuff. I've got all this evidence in my life that I can transform and heal myself and others, but what's the missing piece. 
And I had already come to human design a couple of times, but resisted it and resisted it because I didn't like the language. I didn't like how they put me in a box. I didn't, you know, like I really resisted it in so many ways. And I'm a profiler. So that's a lot of the work that I did. Like I was using other behavioral and personality profiling tools. But I kind of made this promise with the universe that if you make it really, really, really obvious, then I'll just do it. Whatever you tell me, I'll just do it. And after months, like actually years to get to this point, um, I made this commitment because human design, after I asked that of the universe, human design basically showed up in my life like over and over and over and over and over again in 48 hours. And after that, at the end of that 48 hours, I literally just Googled best human design teacher in Australia. And there was really only one that came up and she happened to live one suburb away from me. And I was like, what are the odds of that? So that was how I started to, you know, I made a promise to the universe that I'd run my experiment and I ran my experiment and I started to integrate it into my corporate um, business, which was hard because really when you go from a very, you know, cerebrally identified behavioral background and you start asking people for their birth time, like your ego freaks out, let me tell you. Yep. So, um, you know, I took for, I, I went from, you know, getting great results to getting exceptional results for my clients because I was integrating human design. So it kind of then became a no brainer. I'd made a commitment to the universe that I'd run the experiment. So I just ran the experiment and day after day after day, um, I just saw massive growth and healing and joy and connection and constant improvement all because I was just running this experiment. So yeah, then I couldn't deny, couldn't deny the power of human design. That's so beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I feel like we all have those points in our life when we get to the point, like, show me, like, just show me, just guide me. I have done everything that I could you know, possibly do in what I can see right now and really asking for the support, you know, and, and, and show me that it's so obvious and like how beautiful that she lived so close or, you know, your, your yeah. mentor lives so close and how it really started to impact you and, and the people around you. And I'm curious, you know, how can human design better all of the aspects? Like how can you create really exceptional results in people's lives because of human design, because like you said, being very honest, like there was this resistance. I don't want to be put in the box. I don't like the languaging. Like there was some initial resistance. So what did you do to overcome that resistance? And how can really human design help us to understand mm. more and create these exceptional results in our life? Yeah. Yeah. Great question. So simply put, wherever you're resisting your human design, like I had this breakthrough awareness that I was like, oh my God, every part of my design that I was resisting was just another metaphor for where I was resisting being myself. So when we expand that, this actually answers the bigger question. And the bigger question is like, how specifically can human design help? And the way it helps is it actually gives us the opportunity to, with clarity, step into our power. We're actually living in a world where we are conditioned to think that the power, knowledge, expertise um, lives outside of us, that we have to look externally for validation. Is this right? Is this right? Is this right? Is this what I should do? Is this who I am? Um, and we're col constantly looking externally for validation. And many of us who are also on a spiritual um, journey 
we're, we're, we're like, yeah, I don't need external validation anymore, but we're still asking the universe to validate our moves and validate, give me a sign, show me the evidence, you know, like in my story, that's exactly what I was doing instead of trusting myself, instead of trusting my decision-making ability, my intuition, what it feels like in my body, and then allowing the universe to meet that in my external reality. So the most powerful thing about human design is exactly that. It shows us how we can fully step into our power and become the guru in our own life, become the authority, be able to trust our own decisions, be able to trust our own path, be able to sit with this, with the uncertainty that life always delivers, because really we don't have certainty, but we have internal certainty because we trust ourselves, we trust in our own power. And for me, I actually believe like the highest um, like the most important thing human design is doing for us right now is that because we live in a time of chaos, we don't have mentors and role models and and examples out in the real world of this new paradigm, of this new reality that we're creating. So we're in this time of chaos, the unknown, everything is burning down, other things are being built, and we need to stop looking external of ourselves for the solutions or the path or the mentor. So human design really gives us that opportunity to build that trust in yourself. So it's like you trust who you are, you trust the decisions you make, the trust the you trust the path that, that you're on, and you trust the universe. And when you come from this place, well, you're fully empowered. You know, you're not, you're no longer influenced, um, you know, like you may have been, or, or you no longer um, stop, even though the ego might question your choice or decision. You're like, yeah, but my authority, this is where I'm going. And all of a sudden you, and from a behavioral point of view and a mindset point of view, we talk about taking your power back all the time. You know, we talk about putting you back in the driver's seat, but we still do it in a way where we're listening to Tony Robbins tell us, you know, put yourself back in the driver's seat, but he's still the guru, right? Um, so this for human design, for me, the real power is that you become your own guru. You get to step into your power, express who you are and do the things that you're here to do and be and have. Mm, such a powerful, powerful answer. And I love that because I feel like we can all like see that how we are still asking outside, right? Like we're praying to God, we're asking to universe. We're li- I love Tony. I'm biased. <laughs> and I see I what too. you mean. Absolutely. You know, so we're looking for that external validation. So how can people really like tuned outside words because I really feel like outside world because I feel like there is just so many layers and so much conditioning that we get lost into what is my ego what is my intuition what is my body what is my mind because most of us we lift from our mind to survive Mm -hmm. and that is doesn't allow us to live in that fulfillment and abundance because the head it's not here to guide us so how can we tune out the voices how can we tune out the world how can we come back to ourselves if we have never done it maybe before and we don't know what it feels like we don't know what it feels like our body or our authority moving us versus thinking what is the right thing to do yeah Well, I love this question because it's really like there's so many layers to it. And human design, it is an experiment. So this is actually how we start to tune out those those outside voices. Um, And I actually have another way of, you know, and I'm going to use your words, tune out those outside voices that I want to come back to. But 
first of all, like human design is an experiment. So all we need to understand is like, let's get, get your chart and understand your strategy and authority, and then just start practicing it. You're already doing it. This is your inherent decision-making tool. You're already doing it. Um, it's just that you're letting the mind jump in and override that decision. So you start to follow strategy and authority. So strategy is how the universe speaks to us. Authority is how our wisdom speaks through us. And it's the communication loop that's constantly going. So when we get to know our strategy and authority, then we just have to keep building the muscle. Like we'd go to the gym and keep, keep building the muscle. And if you're a sacral being and you get a, a no, like I don't have energy for that, stop justifying why you don't want to do it or stop saying yes when it should be a no, you know, like actually start practicing it. And you can practice it. I always say practice with the small things first because our, the problem is, and this kind of leads into the second part of the, the question is the problem is, is that we are so attached to our ego, our identity, who we are in the world. So what, what that means is that when we look out to the outside world, we're seeing it through I am. So how it affects me from a very egotistical point of view. And then we take offense from it or we take it personally or we give it meanings that makes us good or bad or right or wrong. And one of the things that is my one of my most powerful tools, and I've done this for many, many years, um, and so much that it's so inherent in me and anyone who gets to know me and they watch this process play out, they're like, oh my God, this is, this is amazing how you do that. And that is we have to stop taking life personally. So everything out external of you, imagine if it was just a video game and in that video game, the universe is trying to get you to learn things and grow and evolve. She doesn't want you to take anything personally. She wants you to work out the mystery. She wants to work out the clues. She wants you to follow the breadcrumbs. And all of a sudden it becomes fun and light. It takes out right, wrong, good, bad. It makes you become really aware of what your meaning, what the meanings you're attributing, the stories you're attributing. Let me give you a real life example as quickly as I possibly can of how this plays out in my life. So we recently um, have had two puppies come into our life. We got one puppy. She was very daisy. She was very challenging. We already had a little dachshund and she's a border collie. So she's big and she's playful and it, she was too much for our dachshund. So we buy another puppy to make this one, you know, to give this one a buddy. So we, we get bear, right? And that works out well and they play well and rah, rah, rah. But this first puppy, Daisy, she's really challenging. So every time we take her to the beach, everyone has to pipe in with their opinion. So my husband's walking her down the beach one day and someone walks up to him and basically says, you shouldn't this, you shouldn't that, that dog is this, that dog is that, whatever. Just basically projecting all of her stuff all over him. He comes home, he tells me the story and he's basically standing there saying how he defended his choices, who he was being, all of those things. He's taking it personally. A couple of days later, my eldest son does the same thing. The same woman comes up, says the same thing happens. He gets offended. Um, he justifies all of these things. Then a few days later, I take her. Now, I take this dog, I come across the same woman, I literally look at her and say, cheers for the feedback and keep walking. I don't defend, I don't justify. I'm like, okay, cool, whatever, but I'm not going to take her projections personally. However, there was something that she said to my husband the first time around when he was telling the story, and that was, you should put this particular harness on that dog. These are words that he never heard, right? My son had the same experience, words that he never heard. Then she never said anything to me because I didn't give her the opportunity to do it. I then get home, not offended, go, hmm, 
I think the universe is trying to tell me to put a harness on this dog. So I go to the vet, I buy this particular harness, I put this harness on the dog and the dog walks a thousand times better. I'm like, gold. And I tell my son this story and he's like, mom, that's amazing. Like I'm blown away because dad got offended. I got offended. Not only did you not get offended, you listened, you heard what this person said, you put it into action and it actually was the solution. And I'm like, yeah, because the universe is always speaking to me. So if I'm taking all of this other shit personally, excuse my language, um, if I'm taking everyone else's stuff personally, then I'm getting in the way of what the universe is trying to show me. So this is for me what I think is really important. Strategy and authority is always going to guide us on this path. So if we see the path more as a video game, as something fun, that there's clues everywhere, that there's things for us to pick up, um, then all of a sudden life becomes so much sweeter. And it's not that we're ignoring the hard stuff because we have to always process our emotion, our trauma, all of those things. But I don't choose to make new meanings of how I should be doing something according to someone else's rules, because that's BS in my work, in my world. Like I'm here to be the best version of me. Um, and yeah, so long answer to your question. I love that. And you know, it's so fascinating. Like my husband, he used to love video games, but you know, for him, like when he was growing up, it was more like a numbing, you know, and yeah. now he's he's a money Jenny, you know, and he's one three and he just like loves and he gets excited and he wants to try things and, and like witnessing him. I'm really excited to share this story with him because I feel like it will bring out the, the permission and the playfulness of not taking life so seriously, but going yeah. back into the video games and becoming the observer because you cannot experiment life. And and be like present to the experience if you're taking it personally and you're getting offended exactly. and been there, done that, right? Like, don't tell me what to do and yeah. things like that. But then we are not learning and growing and expanding. And I just love your perspective of universe. It's always talking to me. It's always showing me the way. It's up to me to listen and listen to my strategy and my authority, right? It, it's mm -hmm. going to be different for you than it's for me. And uh it's beautiful. Like it's, it's a beautiful start. Like look up your, you know, like, of course, look up your design, but look up your authority and strategy because human design can be such a beautiful yeah. rabbit hole that we can get into and get overwhelmed and like, don't do anything about it when you can 100%. authority and strategy and be the observer and be the player it's it's so life-giving and i never heard this before and i'm telling you your teachings are moving the things this is so powerful so well, thank you it is it, my vocation you know like in my human design we can look at a part of our design and understand our core talent um and simplification is my core talent you know at the end of the day like you said human design is a you know a magical rabbit hole and there's a lot of misinformation and misdirection and over identification with the knowledge and for me I'm like like I'm not interested in how much you know I'm interested in are you getting results this is what I want to know are you the authority in your own life um do you know how to work with your strategy and authority because these are only the only questions that really matter mm, so powerful Emma for those who cannot get enough of you who want to learn more about your knowledge what are you creating in the world and like really learn with you and from you what are the best places to connect with you online 
So the best place to connect is probably over um, on Instagram or of course the human design podcast, which is my podcast and I'm the human design coach on Instagram. And um, yeah. And if you have, if you're curious about human design, you can always go over to my website, which is emmadunwoody.com and get your free chart um, and jump onto the podcast and it'll help you to unpack all of it. But yeah, I definitely am all about human design made simple and really getting you to become the guru in your own life. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So powerful. And I listen to your podcast and it's amazing and it's fun and it's powerful. So I highly recommend it. Thank you for all the work you're doing. Thank you for being your own guru and teaching other people like how to step into that too through the embodiment. It's not like, what do we know? Like you said, it's about what do we embody? Exactly. So really thankful that we connected and thankful for all the work you're putting into the world, Emma. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. And thanks for having me. I really, um, I've had a great time. Thank you. Thank you.